0: In today's show, the Bitcoin price liquidation risk increases as Bitcoin price action struggles to reclaim $18,000. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. In breaking news, guess what? Bankman Freed didn't like decentralized Bitcoin. According to ARK Invest CEO, Kathy Wood, quoting her here, Bitcoin was not an option for control of the market by Bankman Freed, she says. As Michael Saylor says, he undermined the Bitcoin network. Facts. Also more breaking news. bankman free try to destabilize crypto market to save FTX. I'll be breaking down this latest report, which shows trades made by Alameda Research were reportedly focused on depegging Tether stablecoin USDT as CZ calls them out for it. Now check this out. Quitting Max Kaiser from a recent interview with Daniela Cambone of Stansbury Research Circle pays people to use Circle. And as such, they're on the verge of bankruptcy, whereas with Tether, they don't pay anyone to use Tether. There is a big difference there. Circle is about to go bankrupt. It's USDC. That's the one you need to look out for. Circle, they're in trouble. They're the next FTX. They're about to go bankrupt. That's a big pile of ish. It is Circle very Bold words from Max Kaiser. Also in today's show, Bitcoin set to vastly outperform gold, according to top Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone, quoting him here. What stops Bitcoin from rising versus gold? The world's most fluid 24-7 trading vehicle Bitcoin has gained status in 2022 as a leading indicator and declined in a risk-off environment. But the crypto may be transitioning towards a high beta version of gold and U.S. Treasury. Also in today's show, Bitcoin can drop all the way down to 5000 per coin next year in 2023 with a surprise according to standard chartered that's right bitcoin could still have much further to fall next year the world's biggest and first crypto could plummet as low as five thousand in one scenario imagined by the banking group as the bursting of the crypto bubble has ramifications throughout 2023 we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in to today's live show. This is pod episode number 1130. I am your host, JV, and today is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. We got lots to cover, so let's take a look at Uh, coin 360, as you can see, Bitcoin pulling back down about 0.12% for the day, trading at around 17,100 at the time of this recording with Ether barely in the red as well, maintaining it at 1,275 while Binance coin is pumping up a half a percent and Solana barely in the green along with Litecoin as the majority of the top cryptos are correcting and in the red and checking out coinmarketcap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap on the rise from a few hours ago sitting at $156 156 billion with about 23 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, which means the overall crypto volume is extremely low with bitcoin dominance at 38.5% and the ether dominance at 18.2%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, ton coin up about 9% trading above 2 bucks, followed by osmosis up almost 9% trading just below nine point, or I'm sorry, just below 98 cents. And then we have GMX up 5% trading at $56.81. Below that, Apecoin, Synthetics and casper and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week we can see stx up 17 percent axs up 19 percent and MV up 15.5 percent and checking out one of my favorite indicators crypto greed and fear index shows we're currently rated to 26 in fear yesterday at 27 last week at 26 and last month at 25 in extreme fear so there you have it as we have been stuck in fear and extreme fear for the bulk of this year for 2022 stuck in this crypto winter Will we ever get out of it? Well, eventually, right? Just a matter of time. Well, let's dive into some Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts to see where we're at in the markets. Bitcoin price had a mixed reaction December 9th after the November report on U.S. producer prices showed a 7-4% increase versus 2021. The data suggests that wholesale costs continue to rise and inflation may last longer than investors had previously believed. Oil prices also still a focus for investors with crude WTI hitting a new yearly low of $71.10 on December 8th. Now, trader Gastarion noted that the choppy activity caused leverage Longs and shorts to be liquidated, but it was followed by a failed tentative dump below $17,050, as pointed out here. Good case study. First, late shorts got taken out on the push, then late longs on the flush, then longs again on the PPI number, then shorts again, then a unusual low with little to no change in, uh, the, uh, in the leverage. We have a roller coaster here. And yeah, that's right. According to the analysis, the open interest stagnation on futures contracts indicates the low confidence from the bears. Now let's discuss Bitcoin margin longs Faced a drastic increase, margin markets provided insight into how professional traders are positioned because it allows investors to borrow crypto to leverage their positions. For example, one can increase exposure by borrowing stablecoins to buy the king crypto. But on the other hand, Bitcoin borrowers can only short the crypto as they bet on its price declining. So unlike futures contracts, the balance between margin longs and shorts isn't always match. Now let's discuss the option traders remain risk adverse. Traders should analyze option markets to understand whether Bitcoin will eventually succumb to the bearish news flow. The 25% delta skew is a telling sign when arbitrage deaths and market markets are market makers are overchanging or overcharging for upside or downside protection. The indicator compares similar buy and sell options and will turn positive when fear is prevalent because the protective put options premium is higher than the risk call options. So in short, the skew metric will move above 10% if traders fear a Bitcoin price crash. But on the other hand, generalized excitement reflects a negative 10% SKU. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin 60-day options, 25% delta skew uh, And as displayed here, the 25% Delta skew improved between December 4th and the 9th shows option traders reduced their risk aver- aversion and unexpected price thumps. However, at the current 15%, the Delta skew signals that investors remain fearful because market makers are less included in offering downside protection. So from one side, the lack of open interest increases as Bitcoin tested the intraday load on December 9th. Seems encouraging, but still excessive use of margin indicates that buyers might be forced to reduce their positions during surprise downside moves the longer it takes for the king crypto to recapture eighteen thousand dollars the riskier it becomes for leverage margin longs traditional markets continue to play an essential role in setting the trend so potential retest down to sixteen thousand cannot be ruled out so there you have it are uh, yeah short-term or a short-term bullish or short-term bearish on the King Crypto? Do you think Bitcoin is likely to drop to 16000 or lower? Or are we to likely climb back up to $18,000 plus? Let me know in the comments right down below, which takes us to our next story of the day. Did you know that Sam Bankman Freed literally despised Bitcoin? Wonder why? Maybe because it was decentralized and he couldn't manipulate it? Yeah, check this out. Uh, Bitcoin is too decentralized and too transparent for former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried, according to Kathy Wood, in a tweet on December 10th, Wood, who is the CEO of investment giant ARK Invest, delivered a fresh dampening appraisal of the FTX saga. Now, as the legal ramifications of FTX and Bankman-Fried, also known as SBF, continue, Bitcoin loyalists are giving him a little sympathy. ARK's Wood is now firmly amongst them, not mincing her words as Bitcoin price action continues to trade around twenty percent down over the month. Quitting her here, the Bitcoin blockchain didn't skip a beat during the crisis caused by opaque centralized players. No wonder Sam Bankman Fried didn't like Bitcoin. It is transparent and decentralized. He couldn't control it. Facts, preach. I love Kathy Wood. She's awesome. Would link to Ark's invest latest Bitcoin market summary, the Bitcoin Monthly, in which analysts including David Puell, came out bullish on Bitcoin despite. The recent setbacks. ARK's conviction in decentralized and transparent public blockchains is as strong as ever. It's stated, the FTX and other cases like Celsius and Alameda suggest that decentralization and transparency are paramount as antidotes to the gross mismanagement that can be associated with centralized intermediaries, especially fraudulent ones. And as reported, ARK has nonetheless doubled down on its exposure to other crypto firms feeling the heat from FTX, notably Grayscale, part of the digital currency group conglomerate, in the form of its increased holdings of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Now, the latest purchase of nearly 177,000 GBTC shares occurred on November 21st, according to data from Wood's dedicated website, Kathy's Arc. Meanwhile, the FTX saga rolls on with Bankman Freed taking center stage as revelations continue to pour out. Amongst the most recent was news that FTX subsidized crypto news outlet, The Block via covert payments to its now former CEO, Mike McCaffrey which I covered in great detail in the previous episode. Further reports indicate Bankman fried deliberately attempted to destabilize the Bitcoin blockchain to help limit the FTX fallout. That's right. Sam used stolen and counterfeit money to corrupt the establishment and undermine Bitcoin, says MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor, who tweeted over the weekend in a similarly hardline stance to Wood which he shared here, this is just the tip of the iceberg. How many other journalists, academics, money managers, politicians, charities, influencers, and lobbyists did he corrupt or co-opt? Great question. Now, Bitcoin traded above 17000 into the weekly close. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed what macro volatility do in the coming week. So there you have it. It's obvious Bankman Fried didn't like Bitcoin, but in fact, he loved the Bitcoin that – investors uploaded to his platform, if you think about it, because people were giving him or his exchange the real thing, the real BTC, and then he was giving you the artificial version, which was the rap Bitcoin, and taking the Bitcoin immediately off the FTX exchange and moving it to Alameda Research so they can do some more uh, corrupt bets with your money, which they claim in their uh, terms uh, terms of service, which they were to... to protect and not to give to anybody else at the end of the day, which they violated their own terms of service, which is a disgrace to the entire industry, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's now discuss uh, Bankman Freed attacking stablecoin USDT. CZ actually called him out on this, so check this one out. Tether executives and Binance CEO CZ worried that Bankman Freed, the former FTX CEO, was attempting to destabilize the crypto market, aiming to save the now bankrupt exchange, according to reports on December 9th. That's right, messages seen by the Wall Street Journal of a signal group that named exchange coordination reveals an arrangement between CZ and SBF on November 10th about Tether stablecoin USDT, according to the report, CZ and others in the group, worried that traders made by or trades made by Alameda Research were focused on depegging the stablecoin, which would have a ripple effect in crypto prices. Binance CEO reportedly confronted SBF, quoting him here: stop trying to depeg stable coins and stop doing anything. Stop now. Don't cause more damage. SBF obviously denied the claims in a statement to the Wall Street Journal. Members of the signal group include Kraken co-founder Jesse Powell, Paolo Ordino, Chief Technology Officer of Tether, amongst others. The alleged argument happened a day after, Binance announced it wouldn't bail out its troubled competitor, FTX, citing reports regarding mishandled customer funds and alleged U.S. agency investigations. November 10th, Tethers Ardino said that the company has no plans to invest or lend money to FTX or Alameda. And as reported, news details about the failed agreement between Binance and FTX were revealed December 9th. In a Twitter thread, CZ referred to Bankman Freed as a fraudster, saying Binance exited its position in FTX in July of 2021 after becoming increasingly uncomfortable with Alameda and SBF. SBF was unhinged at the exchange pulling out, according to the Binance CEO. Now, why couldn't the regulators like Gary Gensler recognize this if it was so obvious and clear for CZ? Makes you really wonder, doesn't it? In response, SBF claimed that Binance threatened to walk at the last minute, accusing CZ of lying about his role in the deal. Then, November 11th, FTX Group and nearly 130 companies, including FTX Trading, FTX US, Under West Realm, Shire Services, and Alameda Research, all file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the United States, citing a liquidity crunch. And since the FTX bankruptcy, SBF has been named in seven class action lawsuits and numerous probes and investigations, including market manipulation probe by federal prosecutors. But there you have it. Why do you think that bankman freed is so against the centralized crypto such as Bitcoin as well as USDT stablecoin and attacking it, trying to depeg it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next breaking story of the day. Max Kaiser recently was interviewed by Daniela Cambone of Stansberry Research and shared some very interesting things. It's very important I share with you. So let's now break this down. So if you didn't check out the entire interview, I highly encourage you to do so. I'm going to find the link and include it in the show notes below the video in the description so you can check it out. It was very good to say the least as Daniela and Max did not agree amongst many things. And one of them, Daniela asked uh, the question to Max and said something like, do you trust USDT? As there is a lot of FUD in the industry right now that USDT is going to collapse. This is like a big narrative. However, Max came out and said no. Uh, Ultimately, USDT is fine. It's back one-to-one. There's no problem there. The real problem is Circle's USDC, which is the native stablecoin of Coinbase. And here's what Max actually had uh, to share. Check this out, quoting him word for word from the interview. Circle pays people to use Circle. And as such, they are on the verge of of bankruptcy. Whereas with Tether, they don't pay anyone to use Tether. There is a big difference there. Circle is about to go bankrupt. It is USDC. That's the one you need to look out for. Red alert, right? And he continues, Circle, they are in trouble. They are the next FTX. They are about to go bankrupt. That is a big pile of ish it is. Circle. So, there you have it. With that being shared, now I didn't have these insights prior to watching this interview, but it makes you wonder, is it because the regulators are working so closely with Coinbase that USDC has the potential to become maybe um, the next uh CBDC uh ultimately protocol, which could be used in alignment with CBDC somehow? I don't know the exact role, but what if... USDC became a Fed coin because they're propping it up, uh the regulators. So it really makes you wonder. And again, I'm just trying to read between the lines and really think this one through. But obviously, Tether, lots of FUD surrounding it for a very long time. It's very mysterious, you know. Um, Who knows, but Max is coming out and ultimately saying it's USDC. That's the real one you should be worried about. So makes you really wonder about Coinbase and their role working with the feds. Let me know in the comments below, which stable coin out of the top two largest stable coins in the world, Tether USDT and Circles USDC, which one do you trust more? And if one was to collapse like FTX and go bankrupt, which one do you think is more likely to collapse? USDT or USDC? DC. Do you agree with Max Geiser or disagree? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And once again, I'll include that interview in the show notes below the video in the description. And I highly, highly encourage you to check it out. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day. And that's Bitcoin versus the precious metal gold. Let's break this down. And this is as per Bloomberg analyst's Mike McGlone. Bitcoin is likely ready to outshine gold, according to Bloomberg's lead commodity strategist, McGlone. The popular analyst says the flagship crypto is currently four times more volatile than the yellow metal, which is minuscule compared to when it where it was in 2018. According to McGlone, Bitcoin is a top contender to gold and could be transitioning to a higher beta version of it and bonds. Quitting him here, what stops Bitcoin from rising versus gold? The world's most fluid 24-7 trading vehicle. Bitcoin has gained status in 2022 as a leading indicator and declined in a risk-off environment. But the crypto may be transitioning towards a high beta version of gold and US Treasury. Now, the strategist also compares Bitcoin to the Tesla stock as the two assets often get grouped together by analysts as similar plays on innovative technology. According to McGlone, Bitcoin's price relative to Tesla may be in the process of forming a bottom. Quoting him here, Bitcoin may be bottoming versus Tesla at about 93x Tesla's price at the start of December, Bitcoin may be bottoming versus the automaker. The graphic shows a potential low in the crypto to automaker ratio and the 2020 trough and a notable connection risk measures about the same, which you can see here. Now, the closely followed commodity strategist previously called for the next year to be Bitcoin and crypto markets time to shine after over a year of straight downtrends, quoting him here, the most aggressive Fed tightening in 40 years is a good reason for the macroeconomic ebbing tide. But 2023 may be about which assets come out ahead as central banks pivot. If they don't flip to easing, the world may tilt more deeply into a recession with repercussions for all risk assets. Our base case is for an elongated deflationary period, with the crypto market as measured by the Bloomberg Galaxy Crypto Index coming out ahead. So there you have it. Do you agree or disagree with Mike McGlone that 2023 is likely to be a bullish year overall for the entire crypto sector? Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's now discuss this $5,000 bottom Price prediction by standard chartered. They recently came out predicting a $5,000 low in 2023 for the king crypto. So let's break this down. The world's first and biggest crypto can plummet as low as 5000 in one scenario imagined by banking group as the bursting of the crypto bubble has ramifications throughout 2023. Quoting them here, yields plunge along with technology shares. And while the Bitcoin sell off decelerates, the damage has been done, writes the bank's head of global research. Eric Robertson, the prediction was made as part of Standard Chartered's annual list of surprises that analysts believe that markets may be overlooking or underpricing other possible upsets for the year ahead include a fall in oil prices, the impeachment of U.S. President Joe Biden, and a collapse and food prices, the list now in its eighth edition, is not intended to predict high likelihood events, but to consider situations with a non zero chance of happening that are currently not a part of market consensus. If more crypto firms and exchanges find themselves running short of cash, the report said investor confidence in crypto assets could collapse and send people back to the classic safe haven of gold. And as part of the scenario, gold can soar by thirty percent. The precious metal has received little love in twenty twenty two, falling twenty from its highs in March, but could benefit from a drop in crypto's confidence. Now let's discuss Bitcoin follows the broader tech decline. Standard Chartered also identified the possibility of a broader downturn in tech stocks, exceeding even the pummeling taken by the companies this year. Values of companies on the NASDAQ 100 have declined by roughly 25% this year, but analysts compared this to the even bigger decline seen in the dot-com crash of the early aughts suggesting more room to fall. Such a decline would be related to the woes in the crypto sector, the researcher wrote, perhaps echoing the contraction in the digital asset sector. Next-generation technology companies see a surge in bankruptcies in 2023, they said. Meanwhile, early-stage companies may find it harder in this situation to get funding as financing costs rise and liquidity shrinks. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this bottom prediction for the king crypto in 2023? As 2023 is around the corner, we're just three weeks away. Do you think Bitcoin can potentially drop as low as $5,000 as their experts are saying? Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, what do you think will be the bottom for this crypto winter? keeping in mind the current bottom is $15,500. Let me know. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.